You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Smash After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Smash After Show. It took a long time to come, and I won't forget the way you Hey everybody, Bing is for doing, and we are doing another episode of Smash, season two, episode six, The Fringe. I am Tamara Berg. I'm joined in studio by Kristen Carroll. Hey everyone. We have Kendra Cavazel. Hi everyone. We have Sarah Mendoza. Hello. John Coverford is joining us from the couch. Hello. And Stephen Lemieux. No, it's not. It's Marissa in the booth. No, it's Stephen in the booth. It is Stephen. I'm sorry. I saw you were there, and then Marissa was there, and then hey, Stephen, say hello. Uh, hello. everybody doing tonight? Good. Okay. Yeah. I like that opening song. Um, this is this will be our year. Jimmy sang it. We'll, we'll get to the music later, but I, I liked that one as our opening. It was nice, poppy, fun. I'm a big, yeah, she likes big pop. fan of pop songs. So <laughs> He's gonna have, I think I said it last week. He's going to have an album, too. Yeah? Right up on the show. Was that your prediction or was that, nice. or uh, no, is I that news? I opened with the, the premature prediction again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you jumped the gun again. Yeah. For goodness I, sake. At least stick one. to the format, okay. Missy. And I predict the next episode she'll have another prediction. Oh, early up. Clever. Early up. <laughs> Odds are. Absolutely. So there was a lot going on in tonight's show. Uh, many big changes going on. A couple of interesting reveals. So let's get right into it. I, I want to talk about Bombshell first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start off with a lot of conflict going on. There's obviously um, dissonance between the visions, and we were left with a cliffhanger cliffhanger last week of Eileen, mm-hmm. you're the tiebreaker. What show are we going to do? She obviously chose the more commercial version. Yeah. As Julia put it, this is for tourists. It's not art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, but if you have, yeah. uh, you know, it's the forever but, the artist's dilemma. Do I do it yeah. for the money or do I do it for the, the love of it? What were you going to say, Kristen? I'd say it, they probably would get more tourists, I guess, that way. I was kind of interested to see new numbers from the new show. So if they decide to go back to that because now that Jerry's going to potentially not be a part of it. Maybe we'll see, like, right. That. Sorry, that's a prediction. Well, so, not so much a prediction as getting into just just where the show's going. But mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I was thinking about was they. It, there were a lot of reasons why I think we all 
did we all figure that this was the way they were going to go? They were going to go with it. Yeah, we were yeah. so far ahead of them. It's like, why did it take so? Oh my God, we have a director. But, but what? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Were right. you not paying attention to what happened to you in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But also, one of the things I was thinking of is if you're going into season two, the show hasn't opened yet. Yeah. What are you going to do on the TV show of Smash? Right. It, unless you go a different direction with your main storyline. Right. right. Right? So it was sort of obvious that they needed to put in, you know, go a different direction so they could have new songs, they could have new conflict and have mm. another year of Smash. Shake it up. Shake it up indeed. <laughs> so, you know, again, we, we see this conflict going on. One of the big things being that Jerry wants to cut some of the, the well, this beautiful ballad, the mm-hmm. most beautiful ballad, the most amazing thing I've ever written, the most amazing thing you've ever heard. It's amazing. It makes me sad. And uh, <laughs> what was the reason Derek said that they started it that had everybody falling in love? Or was that Tom that said that, that made them fall in love with the show was that song? Right. That Yeah, it was Tom and Julia that yeah. said that's what really hooked them on the project to begin with right. was when Julia had written that song. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And, and I know that they were all mad at Eileen. And I liked when Derek said... You know, you were okay. We all agreed. Whatever Eileen said goes. And he right. goes, well, that's when I thought she would make the right choice. Yeah. Mm. So Derek, obviously not very happy with, with everything. Well, not only that, but, you know, Julia's fighting things as well at this yeah. point. You know, she was saying, she, she you know, you don't get it. We've cho- you've chosen the wrong version. And I thought Tom's point was really excellent, which was, remember, you're the one who wrote this book in the first yeah. place. Um, and you loved it. And she said, well, you know, I've done something br- more brilliant right. now. She used to be proud of it, but because of what she's written lately, she's not as proud. Of it, right, so. mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, any any thoughts on that? On the whole, just all the the dissonance and the fight infighting and all of that between people. It's just well, I have to say, some of it seems you know when Derek goes off. Oh, I'm the director. Oh, fine, fine. You and just a little pity party. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> I was. Well, how petulant can you? Be? I mean, my God, that's the best thing you can come up with. Is so a little pity party? Like, oh, you don't need me now. I mean, I know that's kind of what he does, but I, I thought he would have had a much better, stronger argument. I did, too. And that kind of was like, come right. on, you could do better than that. I thought that was a pretty good point because he is supposed to be, you know, one of the top directors yes. on Broadway. He even says, how many uh, uh, Tonys, Tonys have you have won? You won. Exactly. Go, but your argument is, uh, is to be poor, poor me? Right. It was, think, yeah, it was a weak point. Yeah. I think it's because he just wants to be needed, and it seems like everybody in his life doesn't need him anymore. Ivy's got her own show. True. Karen even has a side project. So kind of the people, and then all, he was having that problem where everybody was giving him a sexual harassment suit for a little <laughs> while. So I think he hmm. feels like Which, he's not needed, he's being attacked, and I think that's where it's it's coming from. I just want to make a quick reference because I love Jack Davenport and he goes, you're commandeering my show, Derek to Tom. And I just mm-hmm. laughed at that because I think of him in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's, I, to go back to oh, that, I sure, think yeah. he feels like he's losing so much kind of how Julia originally was, like don't take my baby, you know, my baby, my show, mm-hmm. so to speak. And for him now, he's not needed. And I 
think, not to be totally girly about this, but I think most guys, even in general, like to be needed in some way, whether or not they want to say that. No, I'm on island. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was so much, in my opinion, that he was like, oh, poor me. I saw him more so saying like, well, well, it's your loss then. I am the guy that's won all the Tonys. And if you're not going to listen to yeah, what I have you. to say, then poor you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor you. And I'm just going to like take my butt out of here and do something even better where I can actually have control and creative say. And a lot of control over right. Hit List. They need him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seemed kind of over it. Like he didn't Bombshell. Yeah. Yeah. Just everything. Just everybody, everything. And leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounded to me like he was going to take his ball and play elsewhere. Yeah. He sounded like a yeah. baby is what he sounded like. You know, I'll find a new playground. That's right. That's what it sounded like to me. I said, geez, strap a pair on. There's a sandbox over there I'll be better in. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. How do you really well, feel? Well, to be a little bit crude, it was Thank like a big you. pissing contest, yeah. you know? There you go. As, as they, the term that's used a lot in yeah. German. <laughs> Around the people that I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, you know, oh, no, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. Oh, really? Then I'm going to leave. Oh, fine. You leave. No, I quit. No, I fire you. You know, it was one of those mm. kind of things. But, you know, so he quits and Karen follows him. Yeah. And t- is talking to him. And she, before this, our stories are kind of intersecting, but Karen earlier in the night or the night before had found out, right, Mm -hmm. that Ellis, my nemesis, (laughs) (laughs) had something to do with what was going on with Bombshell, with Jerry, with Eileen, with all of the the back back stage dealings mm-hmm. um finding out also too that uh ellis is gay it's after bus exclusive <laughs> <laughs> really we knew he had to be at least sort of into guys because he had hooked up with some guy right yes yes tra- and he was trying to, to for yeah. one of them as well yes he was <laughs> He was just despicable in all ways. And yeah. not that being guys despicable, I just mean he was a despicable guy who was constantly using people back and forth and all over the place, manipulating yeah. everybody. And it was just, that was just a mess. And and we can't get rid of him yet. <laughs> so At least we don't have to see his face oh, thank yet. God. <laughs> I don't know if we will yet. in the future. Yeah. No offense haven't. to the actor. No, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's true. He did a good job of making just us hate him. He did a great job of making us hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Karen tells Eileen about Ellis, which which furthers the whole um, rigmarole that's going on. What's a better I'm word so, for that? I'm so glad she told her. You know how she said, oh, I don't have Kerfuffle. time, and everyone always backs off in this mm-hmm. show? Sorry. No, John used just, he just part, brought out a perfect yes. word, a kerfuffle. There was a kerfuffle going on. No, but I agree with yeah. you. Sometimes it doesn't always get around to it in shows. No, and I was glad she pushed through because Eileen said, oh, I don't have time. And usually they just say, oh, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you later. Time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to the point where it doesn't yeah. matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the show's already on so. Broadway and she goes, oh, by the way, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry made this remember, deal with Alice. Remember, remember Alice? That? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that she goes into his office, snoops into Jerry's office, and so quickly finds everything. Yeah. <laughs> How horrible is Jerry? He doesn't cover his tracks. Right. Yeah. Well, she's also she was also married to him for how many years? So yeah, maybe, you got to know something about you, how he runs his but, business. But my yeah, point is, Karen that should, wouldn't he know that she would know... She that would, she was going to maybe find uh, out? Well, or that uh, she would know 
where he would hide things because they've been married for so long. Wouldn't you think of some other place to hide this stuff? Yeah, and if Uh, it is incriminating, anybody could find it. You should probably be a little bit... Oh, are you pulling the implausible card, John? Sorry, sorry. To go along with that, was I the only person that thought it was just so... such a big coincidence that Ellis' ex-girlfriend happened to be (laughs) at the hit list when she she lived... That was a heck of a lot of expos in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the was. same girl? Or was it a different actress playing? She I didn't look the same to don't me. remember now. I don't either. Because we would have said, oh, that's... Well, this is well that's what... Well, cause, and that's the thing. When she came on the screen, yeah. we went, who was her boyfriend? <laughs> I completely missed it because she used yeah. his last name. She said yeah, Ellis, Ellis Boyd. Boyd. And I was like, who's Boyd? Boyd. Yeah. He's unjustified. Yeah. That has nothing to do with this show. <laughs> and then we thought it was Alex. And yeah. Her hair was back. Usually I think it was down. Yeah, I, were you, I don't think it was the same actress. rewatched it just to double check. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Cause, and she didn't have that big of a role yeah. earlier. She was kind of occasionally in bed with him and they <laughs> yeah. were talking. Right. Mm-hmm. So but we kind of... We knew who she was. I think oh, we just weird. had so much hatred for Ellis in any scene. Well, yeah, we're just we didn't like picturing stabbing him. him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So ultimately, what happens is that Ellis sabotaged the show mm-hmm. by uh, pointing out um, Nick's background, yeah. background, which created problems for mm-hmm. Eileen, right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How et cetera. He got arrested so and how he's mm-hmm. in jail. So, what do we think about? I'm just going to go into predictions because I'm just going to go there. <laughs> that's how we do. Um, what do we that's think? How we is, roll. Yeah, kind of. Um, what What do we think is going to happen with? We know what's happening with the show, but with Eileen and pursuing this with Jerry, we got a little bit of it in the coming ups, but. Anybody have any thoughts about what what she's going to do? I mean, because Jerry could, in theory, perhaps have committed a crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you she know, said she's not going to do anything until she gets the show, show back. back. How mm-hmm. the heck is she going to do that? Well, is that going to involve blackmail? I don't know. But, she, but she said she's not going to say anything to him until she gets the show back. So how is she going to blackmail without letting him know? Right. Well, you can't. She's yeah. going to do it in a... Sneaky Although, I, yeah, I like that right now she has the upper hand and Jerry has no idea. And I think that's mm-hmm. another reason why maybe it didn't take her so long to find it if he was putting in his usual hiding spots. Because yeah. he seems very smug, like, I am never going to get caught with yeah. this. I'm and the man. I broke her down. Yeah. And I don't think he, he was thinking. He just, well, he wasn't thinking completely clearly. He had his mindset on one thing yeah. and not any other possibilities because here's a man who usually gets what he wants. Yeah. But what, I just... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I just don't see anything still bad happening to Jerry. Because, yeah. like, I and I'm not a legal expert. Like, I don't know that, you know... Well, and they haven't given us enough information right. to, to But I feel like what would happen is that Jerry would pin it on Ellis. Yeah. Okay, like, he's masterminded that since mm-hmm. Ellis did the legwork, right. he's going to be the one. He's insulated. And if anything, it's going to cause, you know, Eileen's going to be mad at Jerry. Now Jerry's going to kick Eileen off again and won't even consider oh, she her won't as even a, be part of the show. Yeah, so all. then it's back in, in Jerry's full court. Yeah, he, he may have covered his tracks, because remember he told Ellis he doesn't ever want to hear from him yes. again. Yes. Yeah. Right. So he probably has locked everything down. Good memory. Yeah. yeah. But it would be fun. I mean, they're, they're setting it up because everybody hates Jerry. It would be nice to have it all uh, have lead, a know, big fall. secretly mm-hmm. all lead yeah. to him being horribly, yeah. you know, <laughs> ashamed and uh, you know, flogged in public yeah. or something like that. That would be nice. Then I f- yeah, that would be a good Then episode. I feel like everybody would leave the show and then, you know, Cameron would go to Hit List and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's predict more predictions. Right. <laughs> we can't help ourselves. I think Karen might go to Hit List anyways. Right. 
I mean, they're painting it that way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. Absolutely. Which Mm -hmm. would be fun. I think so, too. Now that Derek's on board, it's not this little thing in a garage anymore. It could be so much bigger. But then they have this thing because, okay... So uh, they have Karen, am I going to go to Hitlist? Am I going to stay in Bombshell? And then if she leaves and goes to Hitlist, then you're going to have Ivy going, should I go to Bombshell? Should so I stay in the Amazons? And then you could bring and in Derek too, directing. Exactly. Like, am I going to direct Bombshell or am I going to direct Hitlist? It's like The Bachelor. Is she going to go with him? How does that work, though, contractually? Like, Isn't that... Do they sue each other? Well, like of how? course there are contracts, and of course there are going to be threats to sue. But, you know, one of the things that, that I have heard more than once within co- contractual situations is, you know, the the reps say to the talent, uh, you could show up to work very unhappy. Yeah. And, you know, if you're very mm-hmm. unhappy, you can't do the job, and then the, you know, producers or, or higher-ups in the job that you're doing – basically decide they need to fire you because you're not, you know, you're not... You're not going to serve the peace. Exactly. Exactly. You're not doing a good job, basically. Mm -hmm. So So if you suck like Sean Hayes did, (laughs) you liaisons. So they can get fired. (laughs) But there's a... It takes a lot of... It's a lot of, um, you know, maneuvering to to get it going right. Because you can't... You you could get uh, contractually... uh, in hot water if yeah. you sabotage the project so you have to be real careful to line you well because they threaten Karen with it but exactly. it's Karen so I, mm-hmm. I don't know if there are loopholes or you know if they'll be There's lenient with her you know or yeah. if it's a TV show and they'll let her go rather than real life but it, because she kind of went behind their back to mm-hmm. go play I don't even know the character's name in Hit List, Hit List yeah. right so yeah. and they're know. gonna find out it was already publicized, and the reviews are going to be publicized. Of course. There was already the bad review from the first night, mm-hmm. so the better second night is obviously going to be talked about now that, who who was uh, that guy at the end that came at the oh, end? Oh, Jesse Martin. I didn't oh, get yeah. his character yeah. name. He, I, don't, I didn't know his character name either. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that he's interested in, you know, hopeful, maybe funding it, funding the project right. or helping mm-hmm. out. Right, right. So it's going to be in the papers. <laughs> yes, odds are. Odds are. Well, l- let's move on to liaisons in a second, but before, first, somebody over somebody needs to say something. Oh, let's have everybody, thank everybody for writing it. I'm sorry, writing their comments in and going to iTunes and downloading and leaving your ratings and your comments. We appreciate that so much, especially those comments that, that offer your different theories of what might be going on and the uh, machinations behind the scenes. We mm-hmm. like to hear all the ideas that you guys have come up with, so please keep doing that for us. Uh, rate and comment. Tell a friend. Have them part of the conversation, and we'll keep this going for everybody. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. Kendra, did you have any of those comments that you wanted to mention, or do you want to do that later in the show? Um, Sarah had. Oh, you Sarah mean had. The, uh, we, do, we do have yes. some um, comments. Um, Sorry, I kind of sprung that on you a little bit. (laughs) Um, And thanks, everybody. We actually got quite a few. Um, One of our listeners slash viewers, Erin, she actually agrees that Sean Hayes is a great comic relief for the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So she enjoys the whole liaison storyline, as wacky as it might be. (laughs) Yes. Um, And she says, it's great to see Ivy doing something on her own, far away from Bombshell. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) So she kind of likes that. Yes, good point. And I personally, I'm starting to like Ivy more, because I know I've obviously voiced that I'm Team Karen, Mm -hmm. but I'm watching her really 
not change because I don't. I think she's still in there, <laughs> but I am finding her more likable in this that she is trying to get the the production together and she's being really nice to, to well, Sean I was, Hayes I was and thinking, trying to work with him and not against him. I was thinking about that tonight too because I was Team Karen as well, have been, and um, they're obviously writing Ivy in a way that's more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because last season she was all about the manipulation about who do I get to, who do I talk to, what do I do to get the job. Right. And now in in this season she's being more about the work. You because know, she's, she's trying. Sort of already, and so she's, and that's uh, that's just more appealing to an audience. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. the thing that you're. Well, I don't so much mean appealing to an audience because we do like to watch villains in a certain way as well. But it makes her character more likable because she's not trying to create all these backroom deals and um, which she could easily be doing Mm -hmm. right now. Even though he is a bigger star than her, she's the the leading lady in this particular role and right. she could make him look really bad maybe in a scene with him but she decides to take the number that she likes you could see on the look that she, it was about the work mm-hmm. that she looked out to the audience and it wasn't anything conniving it was just these people look bored i can help to make this yeah. funnier i'm going to take this opportunity to, to spice right. it up, not just for myself, but for the show and for everybody watching. Well, I, th- I, really I, I think that Ivy just always did want to put on a good show. Mm-hmm. And um, in this instance, she's not directly competing with someone. She's This is like a completely different character yes. um, in the show. So, of course, she's going to want to try and compliment and make the show as good as it can be. Whereas with Bombshell, it's like they both want the same part. Even though right. one was already chosen, right. it was a direct there was always com- yeah. the possibility that, you know, something would happen to Karen or whatever, and right. she might be able mm-hmm. to step in. So, with her competitive spirit, I think that's why she was always so conniving and, and all yeah, of that. Yeah, because the situation required that right. they be competitive mm-hmm. against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in her personality, she was uh, competitive in a way that wasn't, you know, likable. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just have a, a quick footnote. Yes. Um, Jesse L. Martin's character's name is Scott Welker. Okay. Thank you. Very much. Just a Thank you. Did you have something to say about that with Ivy? Uh, well, I'm talking about the Ivy storyline because I, Sean Hayes going to her and saying, okay, we're cutting that oh, number yeah, because you. you're, you <laughs> oh, know, it's yeah. so good. And the funny thing, that happens more often than you'd think. And I am actually aware of one specific time I can't name names. But the star <laughs> of the show d- d- did a fabulous job. But somebody who was not the star of the show and was not a name, but did a, an incredible, incredible uh, job on the stage. And in uh, rehearsals, as they were getting closer to show date, it, it, exactly the same thing happened. She was taken aside and saying, okay, well, you can't do that anymore. You need to t- knock it off because they're here to see the star and you can't. <laughs> wow. And the, the, heart, the, the terrible tragedy of the whole thing is this actor made the show better, made everybody better, but because she was getting the laughs and the mm-hmm. attention... Uh, the star of the show said, uh, 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 no, thank you. Oh, so it, it was to the detriment of the show that this happened. Because here's the thing. The star would have looked amazing, lo- would have looked better, would have looked magnanimous, would have looked all these things, but the ego wouldn't allow it. And so they quashed the whole thing yeah. and, and, and just Mm-mm. undercut at the knees and just took that performance down to nothing. And it was just sad and tragic to see. And you have to wonder how often that happens. Yeah. Because if... 
if you know a story like yeah. that, how mm-hmm. many have happened that nobody knows about or yeah. that that mm-hmm. are not as exactly. you know as well known by people? And it was when I was watching that, it was almost God. They verbatim they <laughs> took the lines. Like, ah, they must have been the, with the production. I, that's exactly what happened. You know, so. you can be funny. You just can't be that exactly. Funny. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can be good. You just yeah. can't be that good. Right. Like Sean Hayes' characters. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but he, that that whole storyline was a lot of fun for me because he, I I honestly did, had no idea how how Sean Hayes was going to react from moment to moment. Mm-hmm. Every time right. he got new information from Ivy, honesty, wow, you know mm-hmm. we get that whole thing there, and he goes, yeah, let's do this again. Yeah. You know, I mean, now he's excited about honesty. He's like, he, he's a nut. And wow, I really felt that. <laughs> yeah. I thought when he was watching her, he was liking it, and then when he pulled her aside, it was yeah. the opposite. But it was. Mm-hmm. In his face, I thought he was like, wow, I'm going to learn from that. And then he said, no, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, I learned that you are too good and you are upstaging me and you've got to go was kind yeah. of what he learned. I think he liked it until they laughed really loud at right. the yeah. end. Yeah. Because yes. I, think, I think you're right. I saw enjoyment on his face. But then there was this huge laughter, and he's like, wait a minute, they have not laughed that (laughs) high for me, that much Mm -hmm. for me. So it'll be interesting to see how... He became insecure. Yeah, Yeah. how much he's going to take the feedback that he got and see what right. how that show transforms. Yeah. <laughs> I have another um, comment here from one of our viewers that I wanted to share because I think Kristen will like this and I think maybe you too. <laughs> um, MAGA, uh, she says, or he says, I'm not sure actually if MAGA's a female or male. Um, she says, I don't like Karen and Jimmy at all. He is stupid <laughs> and Derek is better for her. <laughs> So right. Well, I don't I know about com- the Derek part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, how cute were Derek and Karen the other day? Because say. I, I really like them even more because there were little subtle things today that even when he said, when he was leaving and she goes Derek and he goes I'm sorry love right so quit. or even the <laughs> fact that he was there watching her. Um, at Hit List, yes, that he showed up, up, and mm-hmm. she even said, "You showed up and kissed him on the cheek," Ooh. which is the, not mm-hmm. the first time we've seen this. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "I promised." That is not a Derek we would have seen no. with Ivy or anybody no. else. Mm-hmm. No. So I promise, really Shmamis, like, first of all, from Derek. That doesn't he, mean anything. <laughs> last season, <laughs> he had his little dream sequence because we saw her singing with Jimmy yep. through his eyes. So he's seeing her. She's like officially his muse for yeah. every show that yeah. he's on. I that's th- how he would have staged it, and you think so? He, that's her, his muse. I think that's why he took it on. I think it had nothing to do with Hitless because if he liked it earlier, he heard some of the songs. He yeah. was there before. It was seeing her perform on stage, and all of a sudden he got his little yeah. his dream sequence. Ooh. He's gonna stare at her costumes again or yeah. something. <laughs> I think he just believes in her so much, and he's seen so much growth throughout the production pro- or the whole bombshell process mm-hmm. um, and that was something that he was passionate about for so long that he maybe just wants to see that through somehow and he still got the star and she still right. wants to be a star mm-hmm. right. maybe this is going to be like another opportunity so that he can follow through with at least some of that yeah. dream mm-hmm. that he had because mm-hmm. it's certainly not going to be with bombshell no. No. Well, no. watch no. next week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but can we go back to uh, Maba's? Is it Maba? Maga. Maga, sorry. Maba's, Maga's con- comment about Jimmy and. Yeah. Karen, oh my God, it's cringeworthy. I don't think they have chemistry. Am I the only one watching? Like, he has a great voice. I'm not disputing mm-hmm. that. He's a great yes, dancer. I agree. 
I don't. He's just a jerk. I don't see the chemistry and the acting for both of them. I, I think don't. I agree good, with you. I don't know. I just don't see it. I think well, it's, it's not there. Go ahead, Kendra. No, it's like a safe option for her. Like Derek's kind of, you know, the, still in her head. I think the bad guy he was last season, mm-hmm. and. Not that she's thinking in seasons, but um, <laughs> actually, yeah. Where does that? Where's the Previously line drawn? Previously in my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. But here's what I where's, don't get. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I just question. I just wonder where the line is drawn in yeah. her head. Like how does she? That, but that's because I'm wondering the same thing. Not just with Derek, but with Timmy. It's like what? Are, what do you even care about this guy? So, <laughs> talking to you the way he's talking to you. You're in a contract on a Broadway show, and they say. And by the way, you signed the contract, so mm-hmm. you're legally obligated to do what the producer says mm-hmm. with respect to the show. So it's not like she I'm can surprised. do anything about it. And if the roles were reversed and it were him in that position, like he would care Absolutely. what Karen had to say. Mm-hmm. Had to talk to her the way he did. It's like, mm-hmm. why do you give this guy two minutes? Yeah. I was it's actually surprised Kyle, sort he didn't yell at Karen, and then Jimmy stuck up for her. I thought that was a weird writing of characters. Right. Did you guys say that earlier? When Karen came in and was saying that, Kyle mm-hmm. was the one that said, wait a minute, don't you have this? And Jimmy goes, you know, oh, she, rehearsal. She had to go to rehearsal. Jimmy stood up for her. Jimmy stood up for her yeah. earlier until she quit. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that she had to go to rehearsal, exactly. Kyle was like, hey, we have to practice. And she goes, well, we've been practicing all week. And Jimmy goes, you know, I, I believe in her. She'll be fine. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Jimmy. Wait, Jimmy or Kyle said she'll er- be fine. Um, no, I, the first one. The fir- um, okay. Remember when she had rehearsal yeah, and she had to leave early? Because yeah. I was wondering. Well, Jimmy not wondering, said he she was, was fine. Okay, because Kyle tried to shut her up because she was like, wait, why is he saying boyfriend when he was talking about, is that the time? Derek? No, that yeah, was later. That was separate, later. Yeah, instance. Yeah, that oh. was later. Oh, okay. Because there were two times where she left and no, they I, were I, I remember <laughs> what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the other time. I thought that so was it's, it's almost as if, like, Jimmy only wants it to go the way that he wants it to go as long as he's controlling the situation like oh Karen um, is gonna go might go to practice but maybe she shouldn't he can decide like oh yeah you can go ahead Mm -hmm. but then when she's the one that's like I can't do it then he's like no I didn't make that decision like and And it's only because of Karen that they're in fringe anyway right (laughs) if it hadn't been for her they'd be still in their stupid loft grateful (laughs) <laughs> I just I, somebody hit him, please. Well, she always have an understudy, anyways. What if she was ex- no, uh, not in a situation I know, I'm like that. Trying, I'm trying to help Karen out. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, Jimmy's just we we had one week of respite of him being like I think he oh, was off his please. meds last week, where because he was kind of you know pleasant and interesting uh-huh. to be around last week, and then and then we got back to our old Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It, but I have to say that's one of the things that frustrates me about this show is that there aren't things we can really count on. Right. And I understand that there are twists and turns, and that makes things um, interesting. But but if there's a if you're, there's a solid foundation of a character or a storyline, it's easier for me to appreciate the twists. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What do you want? Well, I, it's I, the, I know, that's I what I'm saying about the Jimmy character because a lot you know uh, some of these characters start to get two dimensional. Jimmy's is, is that way. He's not yes. very fleshed out for me. Yes. You. Yeah. He doesn't have. If I knew why he was making the decisions and the, uh, having the behavior he was having, I, I would. I might understand it better. But it, it 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 isn't that. You just you look at the guy and you go. Really? Is this the best you can write for this guy? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, you're right. It's because of the, the, the lack of dimension, the lack right. of depth and character.
characters because again, you know, that's then they turn on a dime and and we end up kind of rolling our eyes at some points because yeah. we go seriously, that's where you're going with this when you know, we were just kind of sticking with you on the on the earlier. And I well, the part I love about Jimmy is he writes apparently he writes these incredible mm-hmm. songs mm-hmm. and he has such depth there and I get that, you know, it's kind of fun not to be able to do that in just social interaction, but give us something. Yeah. Other than, yes. you know, him being this pouty little Right. Again, another one I just want. Somebody hit him, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I still want to know. They, like, totally cliffhangered us on the, like, who's a. He went back to an apartment. He got beat up oh, to yeah. get. Oh part right, of his yeah. Room. Like <laughs> yeah, never, never. I figured that. I felt like that was going somewhere. We were going to find yeah. out the third dimension of that Jimmy. Didn't track very well, did it? And it just <laughs> kind of fizzled. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Meanwhile, um, I want to go back to liaisons and mm-hmm. just talk a little bit about Sean Hayes because. He's fun. He is fun to watch. Great comic relief, and I love the. You wrote it down because I could see it in your no. very well, <laughs> nicely written notes. Mine oh. are such cat scra- or chicken scratch. I can't even read it. <laughs> but he talked about how I've been off my meds. I haven't slept in four days. And <laughs> yeah, he he studied archery, French, and was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I absolutely. Or um, bears are metaphors for vanity and obsession. Right. <laughs> He's great. He has a comic Wonderful. relief. I. I'm kind of hoping he runs into Julia at some point. There's the Will and Grace fan That's in me. That's we right. yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure if that'll happen, and it's just a coincidence they're on the show together. I don't but know that coincidence could happen on this show. Yeah. That's true. They run into each, just they how Alice's girlfriend just happens to be at that show. And right, exactly. Maybe Julia would probably go to opening night with Tom, because Tom would definitely be there to yeah. tear Ivy on. Yeah. Uh, I really love, I always love Sean Hayes. He does bring a great sense of comic relief, and I think this is a perfect show for him because he is, I feel, even though he doesn't do stage, I do feel like he has a great presence for something that is on stage and Mm -hmm. it's television. So Mm -hmm. I think he's been a great asset to the cast. And the thing I like about that storyline, too, is we know Sean Hayes to have this great comic ability and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but the character itself, himself, is going from somebody who is known for that as well and hopefully moving in a more serious direction or a, a slightly different direction than what he's known for. Yes. So that'll have a nice little arc for it and something we can uh, see different from Sean Hayes that we've been used to. Yes. Yeah, because he's not like just Jack on here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But he still has that comic relief. And he has a little more dimension some of the other than some of the other I main know. characters in the show. I was <laughs> like, what? You write for guest people even better than you do for your regulars. I was yeah. like, what are you doing? Um, has anyone seen Dangerous Liaisons? Yes. The mm-hmm. the uh, play? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Um, because I have not. So, John, you're going to be on the hot seat for this one. Hot <laughs> uh, <laughs> couch. What? Would anybody ever believe? Hey, let's make this into a comedy. Um, that would be a stretch. Okay. Yeah. Because it be seems incredibly implausible to me. I'm sorry. I have to uh, you know, it, it is. But, you know, sometimes you have to go way out on the edge. Right. And you might find some nice little place to land because it, nobody would expect it. So it's completely original and different and fun. For TV or for real life? Or for both? real life. I, okay. I don't know about the TV thing. Because yeah. you, you, you really have to know the show. In order to get the references they're making. If you don't know the show at all, it doesn't make any sense to you what they're I doing. Mean, yeah, I mean, I, I understand, you know, heavy dramas yeah. and that sort of thing. But, um, but you know, the idea that a star could come in and go, you know, I think we're going to make this comedy just seems really a little bit silly to me. Uh, yeah, that part I don't Agreed. know. But obviously they hired him because he's the name. He's going to bring in all the tickets. Right. Put butts in the seats. Right. So I'm sure he wields a lot of power in that regard. And, and as we've just spoken earlier, 
uh, the stars do wield a lot of power and can get. That's right. We <laughs> did. So, we did talk and, about that. Uh, yeah. Especially if they're brought in specifically to get the production made mm-hmm. yeah. and bring people in. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. they could almost make it a spoof on it, but yeah, it's not something that most people would know. I feel like. A, there's a decent amount of shows they're usually cartoons that make fun of something like a South Park or Simpsons where they take right. a storyline and and they're able to spoof it in a different way but family yeah, yeah exactly right, right. anything if if Seth MacFarlane was in charge I may buy that liaisons could could be a comedy yeah, yeah I really feel like they wouldn't let it go that far in real life like I guess that's part of what I'm saying too yeah, yeah like maybe a little bit but not like that dramatic like and like the entire thing. And, like, and it getting out to the press. Right. Mm-hmm. And letting the press sit there and watch it and risk your name. In yeah, that. Maybe, that was maybe a weird we're thing. missing I, some that, of what That's the one thing I do. don't know. Do they have those? I mean, because normally you wouldn't bring the press in to a rehearsal. At least, the, I, I mean, I'm not aware of it. I'm well, not saying that they don't do it. They did it for Bombshell. It's like, but why would you do that on something like that? That will just it, kill to you. To give it buzz, Like a preview guess, right? buzz type of Even, yeah, even if it's negative, but... Yeah, they, they take that chance. <laughs> Bad idea. And I kind of want to know how big of a star Terry Falls is, because we just hear he is a big one, but I feel right. like with Rebecca Duvall, they kind of developed this is the movies that she's been in, this is what she's done. Or yeah. right. Gen- uh, when Jennifer Hudson mm-hmm. was on mm-hmm. a, yeah. as Veronica, you see, while well, she's getting her own show, and they're going to show it on Bravo as a concert yeah. series. I mean, they don't just do that for anybody. Right. So I don't feel like we know... Is he in the comedic realm as who's a really big right. name right now? So, uh, like a Steve Carell or yeah, right. Jim Carrey yeah. or, or something? Or Will Ferrell or something right. like yeah. that. Yeah, like we don't know the merit be- behind his pull. Exactly. So he's if he's able whack. to say he goes in there and I'm going to cut this number, how big is he? Right. I mean, obviously he's right. big, but I wish we would see a little bit more th- of well, them talking about his his prior work. Yeah, that would be interesting. But the one thing we do know is you can tell by the way all the other actors didn't say anything throughout all these rehearsals. Right. Uh-huh. When they when he actually s- sat them down and asked for it, nobody wanted to say anything. And mm-hmm. that's how you know mm-hmm. he holds all the power. And I'm not saying a word because I want I my wanna job. I want to keep my job. <laughs> <laughs> and right. there wasn't a Derek in there as a director to yeah, right. exactly. tell him to be right. quiet. Yeah, the director they had was like <laughs> sycophant. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he, was he was a big pushover. <laughs> so let's go on to Hitless. We've we've kind of gotten there a few mm-hmm. times as we've been talking tonight, but so Hitlist is going to this fringe festival. That's just a two day festival. They and they've they've gotten some press. They're in the is it Time Out? Yeah, yeah Time, Time Out, out. New York. Yeah. And uh, with a with a picture of Karen. So they're thinking things are going to be all lovely and and um, they're really going to get something good happening. Karen has to back out. Um, and then you know it gets a little complicated there. With she needs to back out. Are they going to find someone else? Um, you know, it, it gets to be a little bit of a mess, especially because you were talking about this. It, we're, but we're introducing you on Broadway, and if we're not introducing you on Broadway, if they're introducing you, then you're not getting introduced on Broadway. Yeah, so, just talk about what you had said with that. I was saying with it, and, and again, I'm not sure how her contract is saying, right. but 
She's not on Broadway. Yeah. She's in this little... Nowhere near Broadway. <laughs> she's in yeah. a basement. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's in a basement performing for some random people. Yep. Maybe yeah. holds, what, 30 it looked like? Right. <laughs> and I think the word fringe should tell you something. She's not even on the right. fringe of Broadway. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, you can still say introducing yeah. Karen Cartwright in her Broadway debut. Yeah. Because there's I no way Hitless could be ready for Broadway before Bombshell. Yeah, exactly. It would take a lot more time for it. So you could still just, maybe that could be part of the new thing. And again, with Jerry not around because he's the one that told her no, I think Eileen, Julia, Tom, they all like her. Mm. So maybe they would be a little bit more accepting about that. Mm-hmm. As as long as Bombshell was the first priority in all of this, and they don't mm-hmm. lose And I her. don't know how that could really help hurt Bombshell anyway. Exactly. Right. Get her name out there yes. so she's a little bit exactly. more well-known, and then you put, you know, butts yeah. in the seat. It's still her Broadway be. debut. But he's yes. putting yeah. money into it, and if it if she bombs, no pun intended, on the hit list, and her, it's introducing her face. It's not necessarily yeah. introducing, you know, to Broadway, but it's... It's still introducing her as a person. Well, if she so then bombs, then they're still going to... Because no, no one will see her. Yeah, so. all 40 <laughs> people who watched no, her but, bomb. Yeah. yeah, but still, you know, because there's already buzz that she's going to be in Bombshell. Yeah. That, oh, that bad girl and, you know, the girl that's So who's in bad in, hit, the, in yeah. the hit list, right? She's going to be on this. I'm not going to go see it. Yeah, I, I, just, I didn't buy the argument only because if Fringe is where I think it is... Nobody cares. <laughs> if it's no right. good, no one will have seen it anyway because it's just not on the radar enough. If it's good, well, then it helps Bombshell. Also, mm-hmm. he thinks Derek's going to get involved, so it may be more visible than he thinks. Than well, he people didn't, think. He didn't know that at the time when he came up to Karen, though, that Derek was going to be a part of it. Karen. Who, Jesse Martin's Derek's character, always, do you mean? No. Who, who, no. Who, who, who talking about Jerry. Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Got it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> like <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So... But but now I could see if he, with his concern. But when he went up to her about it, Derek was still on bombshell and not going over there. I, he, he didn't know that. He defending her, so he may. Have, I don't know. I think there's just some sort of behind the scenes thing. We're not. Yeah. We're not. No. We're <laughs> I just Ellis is is feeding more information yeah. too. No. Yeah. It, it didn't make sense. Cleveland. It didn't make sense to Sarah. Either, though. No. It just didn't because it's a small shoebox performance. Mm-hmm. Whatever review that's going to be made is going to be from some small, probably, media outlet in the side column of whatever pamphlet they were looking at. Like, who really is going to look at that and be like, oh my gosh, we've got to listen to this tiny column about this tiny show in a tiny festival? Like, we're not going to see time, her anymore. Timeout's pretty. Well known mm-hmm. in the community, so it's mm. if they're showing already that she's going to be in it. I'm just I'm team what she's, I said. Yeah, so exactly, I'm just trying yeah. to. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think it's a worthy <laughs> argument. I just didn't buy it from Jerry. I thought there would have been a better argument. He could have just said, "Look, I'm the producer. I don't want you in it. So if you want to be in it, go." But the yeah. argument he made was weak to me, and it just that yeah. just doesn't work. Mm. Mm. I it think there was a better me. argument to make. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting that Derek is connecting himself to Hitless before he quit. Uh, bombshell, because I, I again, I ha- I didn't really see what he was so in love with in the show. He's a huge Broadway producer, and mm. these are completely unknown. You mean director? We're about excuse me, director. Derek. Okay, Derek. Yeah, sorry. Um, and these are completely unknown playwrights um, coming out with a few songs that they've written on the back of napkins, <laughs> and and he, I I I, I just find it. Um, 
a little difficult to connect him to this show at the stage that it is when he yeah. finds it. The only and, and, and unless you're going for the raw talent, I need to go back right. to my roots kind of thing. I, 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 I'm hoping what I gleaned from it was that he's tired of this. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's the same thing, same old mm-hmm. thing. And I, uh, for, let's just do something raw, something new, something fresh. Mm-hmm. I, and that's the only thing I can see where he would find value in that. Well, and it and doesn't hurt that Karen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That's true. Sorry. We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think, yeah, he wants to but bonus I, points. I, I actually didn't see it the same way you guys did because I didn't see him so much about her, although I completely, when you said it, I went, oh, yeah, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. When I first saw it, I just saw him seeing it as a director and how he mm-hmm. would stage this and how this little thing here could be this big thing here. I saw him looking at it as professionally as a director, not as no, some... Uh, I mean, I think we agree with that, too. But, but the reason I think, he first got involved. Yeah, it's almost like Oh, no, I agree. Bonus. I just didn't even, it didn't even <laughs> cross my mind about the whole Karen thing. I don't know why. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bonus. All right. Let's talk about music. We had we had pretty much four songs in tonight's episode. So the first one was This Will Be Our Year, which was sung by Jimmy. And as I said, all, stated already, I liked it because it was poppy. <laughs> yeah, it was I like it. I like the Lep Beat Pop song. Anyone else? Let's get to I, open the show with a song. Yeah. Yeah. Especially and, if it's upbeat. And because they were all kind of getting ready, it did sort of remind me of, I know they had put this as the new rent but it did kind of remind me of probably like Le Boheme in uh if I'm saying the song Le Boheme um which in rent that guy um Martin what's his name Sean Martin Jesse 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 Martin he was in rent right yes he was Mm -hmm. yeah so it's funny that they said it was like the new rent and then the guy from rent is in it (laughs) (laughs) just need like Adina Menzel to show up and everything so then we had never give all all the heart, all the heart, all the heart. Never give all the heart, mm-hmm. um, which was a Karen song. I really liked that. Um, the new version, yeah, the new yeah. version that Tom uh, redirected. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. I wish they had taken it a little bit farther with it. So I, I, for me, I just wanted them to push it a little. Especially Karen's perform. I didn't quite get that it was that different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I wanted them to go a little bit farther so we could really see a new vision Mm -hmm. and I just or see that through Tom's eyes I was expecting them to kind of go into mini dream sequence yeah kind of like they did with the airplane yeah because it looked like Mm -hmm. she didn't know what she was doing which I liked because that's what her character was supposed to kind of play around with it Mm -hmm. but as a viewer I think it would have been more interesting to have have seen her in Marilyn gear again, kind of yeah. pushing all these mm-hmm. guys aside, especially if the guys were in their outfits that we could tell that, okay, this one's Joe and yeah. this one's... Yeah, I was know, trying everything. to decipher. <laughs> but I liked the song. I liked yeah. it. Then we had Ivy singing A Letter from Cecile, which was the operatic Ooh. piece. <laughs> I just thought this part was funny that you can't, if you're not, if you're only listening, but she has the quill in her hand and she has, the, for some reason, she decides... The paper should be up in the air rather than be on the desk. On a desk, desk. Yeah. So yeah. She's writing the, I was like, "Why is she doing that?" Because it's funnier, John. But she wasn't trying to be funny. Not at that point. It was just so Maybe odd. She I was, was like, "What?" The? But it wasn't. It was, well, okay. If she was, it wasn't funny. It was just odd. <laughs> I like. Uh, I was actually surprised. I thought when they were talking about her number, I thought it was going to be another big ballad, and I wasn't expecting uh, it to yeah. be this kind of very funny, goofy one. I thought it was. Because earlier we saw her kind of defy him in the other episode where it was something serious and mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and while he was trying Which to be funny. Which is maybe cut again. 
but I, I <laughs> like seeing her doing something fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that it's because you had that conversation with Derek, and he was saying this, you know, because she was saying that he's going so broad, we're all trying to pull it back. And he said, well, screw it, do, do what you mm-hmm. think is right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which was, I thought, great advice. Yeah. And it was nice to see uh, Megan Hilty d- sing in a different style. Style, yeah. thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And really show that, not that we ever doubted that she had skills, but mm-hmm. we just got to see another another layer of them. Yeah, and buy her, buy her more as a leading lady She's in this. She's such a dynamic performer. She can pretty yes, much do is. anything. We've seen the ballads. We've seen fun pieces like this from Broadway. Yes. And then she's got her album, which is sort of more like poppy, even country a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, she played Eld Woods at one point, didn't she, on the Legally Blonde? And I would have liked to have seen mm-hmm. that. Or her as Glinda. I know she played that mm-hmm. in Wicked at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to look at my old Wicked um, playbill at home because I saw it in right when Kristen Chenoweth left. So I wonder if that was maybe when she took over. Probably. I kind of want to like look at it and go, oh my God. Probably. <laughs> uh, then we had Heart Shaped Wreckage, which was the duet between Karen and Jimmy. I really liked the arrangement of the harmonies in this yeah. piece toward yeah. the end because it was different and it was. Um, difficult harmonies, you know. I mean, just from from a singing standpoint, ones that don't don't come naturally. It wasn't a bunch of thirds, and uh, I I really like the arrangement, especially on that at the end. However, I think there was a general consensus about the end of the song. Does anybody want to say it? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning the kiss that sealed the deal. Ew. I actually there did say big, that while watching. Yeah, there that. was a big groan that came out of the screening room when we watched it all together. Uh, anybody, anyone else's thoughts about the song? I wonder actually? if that kiss was written into the script or if it was one of those, like, they were so in the moment that they just kissed because they have feelings for each other now or whatever. I don't know. Ew. Because you, you could tell there was one more note they were supposed to sing, but it was replaced with. I'm I tend to think that was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe. So. Yes. I just, I, I, I liked the harmonies in the song. Yeah. I liked the song itself. I didn't like the choreography. I thought her flowing dress, Same. too, <laughs> was a little much. And I she was, was like, is she supposed to be dead? Like, yeah. Is that what was going on? And he's yeah. sorry about it. She also had a wig Is on. she going to fly and I know, The soon. wig looked weird. Know. Yeah, it did look yeah. weird. Like, the wig looked weird. And I know there's they're, they're playing with reality there because it was Derek's dream and how he would stage it and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But yeah, I felt, I, it felt odd to me. You know, dreamlike in a slightly nightmarish way. And there was like, yeah. a, but I like the song. Yeah, yeah. So. Sublim, subliminal advertising. Yeah, I know the that nice product too. placement. Pepsi, Pepsi right. <laughs> I did like that though. I liked the night setting and everything. Yeah. It was just their costumes and even the dress she had on before it was dream dress. Yes, was mm-hmm. not flattering on her. It I just kept thinking, it, I'm like, she's such a hot body, and they're <laughs> not dressing it. Properly, and that dress looked like it was tucked up in her underwear in the back. It did. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> she got Sorry, that from the bathroom. I, like, I noticed oh, that too. Was and it I knew it was ne- yeah, it was design, but yeah. it just didn't. Li- it didn't look well executed. It looked like an accident. Yeah. So sorry, we're supposed to be talking songs. One of the things I noticed in the <laughs> opening credits, and I wanted to talk about this just a little bit, is the songs for Hit List are all written by another team besides Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. It's Julian Emery, John Green, James Lawrence Irvin, and Lucy Silvas. And I don't know if that's for um, 
all of the songs for Hit List because in what I've got in front of me just has them on a couple of songs. But it said in the opening credits, you know, songs for Hit List and, the, and this list of people. Mm. So I think that's interesting that they kind of subbed out the other mm-hmm. musical to mm-hmm. another group because you will get a different style yeah, with another group. Yeah, totally different feel. Yeah. I think that's why. So I thought that was, that was an like interesting solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what well, was, you know, just and caught my eye. also maybe yeah. Division of Labor, it's helping them out. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> we keep saying we want more songs. Yeah. yeah. And there are only so many hours in a day and so much music person can write. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Anything else on the songs, on the music, anybody? I just want more of them. Me too. And I, I felt I, a little slow without it, and I don't think anything really took my breath away. I enjoyed all of them, but there's none that really stood out. Like, even at the end of the episode, I had to rethink to myself, was there any music? And maybe that's because we had Jennifer Hudson singing for Mm. the last couple episodes, too. And hers are always big ballads and powerhouse songs. And these were all... Not that I minded it, but I just don't feel like anything stood out as much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Do we have any news tonight? Not not really. We were talking well, about the ratings. Yeah. So okay. It's like the ongoing That's chatter online. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, what's the chatter? I don't know. Well, we even even some of our um view, our uh, commenters they're saying yeah. like, why are ratings down? That's exactly our thoughts, guys. Like, why are ratings down? And and it's true. Let's let's look at. Do they had? Did they offer their theories or their opinions? No, about they're one? just oh, okay. you know. So let us know. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, out there. Yeah, the viewers. Yes, yes. Listeners, comment. Let us know why. what you think about why the ratings are down. Yeah. Sadly, well, and if they are, what what would help bring them up? Yes, mm. I think they. Need, who's the lead in for Smash? Because I don't even know what's on before. Uh, on it's a Ryan Murphy production. Yeah. I know because we see that before we go in. So oh, it could be Modern <laughs> Family or. I don't think it's going to be. Modern Family's on ABC. I mean, New Normal is what I meant to say. Oh, boy, that was a bad one. Is that right before? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying the Ryan Murphy card was up Mm -hmm. at the beginning of our recording. So that Mm. was... Yeah. But it could be New Normal. I'm not sure. We'll have to look it up. But last episode, sadly, um, it's dropped 22% to a new series low of 0.7, a 0.7 That is bad news. 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 You know what the next news is. is But of all the articles that that I took a look at, they they do note that is probably one of the factors that there isn't a great lead-in compared to last year with, like, was it The Voice? I think it was. Yes, it was. What a great show to have before it, too, because you have people who obviously like singing. singing. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Another thing that they talk about is that in between season one and season two, there was a nine-month gap. Yeah. And so just people just forgot about it. Of course. During that time. Of course. Which I have to agree with, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I, unless you're having, you know, things in between as well to keep people interested or something that's really groundbreaking. Like even Bra- I'm a big Breaking Bad fan, and it feels like forever since yeah. they last had uh, it. It yeah. was yeah, forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's over nine months. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Same Mad Men, and really. you can't, you mm-hmm. just can't sustain an audience yeah. that way. Yeah. And when Not season well. one debuted, there was so much marketing for that. Remember yes, all the ads they're running and, mm-hmm. and uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. There yeah. was ad placement there. And then and then season one ended, and ratings were already going down. And then with the nine month gap, and really not how as do you much, come back from that? Yeah. And no advertising, well, yeah. not much advertising Hardly really. Any. They lost a lot of momentum. Yeah, they mm-hmm. really yeah. did. They really did. All right, let's move on to predictions, ladies, because we are going over time. <laughs> hey, and now. And, and gentlemen. gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't connecting it. Was Ladies, like, oh. I was like, 
What? I know. <laughs> what? John, do you have a prediction? No. Oh, maybe that's <laughs> why I didn't come up with gentlemen. And... Do we all think Karen's going to stay with Bombshell, or do you think she's going to go to Hit List? I personally think she's going to go to Hit List. But well, it kind of looked that way in the coming up yeah. yeah. that she's going to go. And But then, like, we were sort of we, – we've been giving our predictions all night long, yeah. so I don't think we need to spend a lot of time <laughs> with this. But, um, you know, then um, Ivy is going to have to decide what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Is she going to stay with Dangerous Liaisons? Is that thing going to just magically resolve itself because it's such a mess? And she goes back to Bombshell? I don't. I think, I think she stays with Liaisons. Do you? Yeah. And Ooh. I think actually that would be an interesting time to um, get somebody new, introduce oh. another character as the Marilyn. Jennifer Hudson. There you go. Yes. Jennifer Hudson. That was Kendra, do you have any predictions? Well, I think if Karen goes to Hitless, she's still going to try to be a part of Bombshell. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'll just completely cut ties. You know, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it was like that was her baby. That was her, right. that was supposed mm-hmm. to launch her career. But did we see in the coming ups her saying, I'm not Mar- the Marilyn yeah. you want, You're, yeah. she is Tom, or you are or whatever? I think she's Ivy. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. Tom will be treating and, her like Ivy and... That's not. They're not the same. They don't bring the same thing to the table for Marilyn. Right. They, as as we right. saw mm-hmm. last right. season. Derek works better for Karen as a director. You know, one yeah. of the other things I was thinking is is there could be this legal battle that ensues over Bombshell, so it could actually production could get shut down. Right. So we end up having no Bombshell at all, and Hitless and Liaisons be the two shows that we're going forward with in the uh, series. Or maybe something in the Royal Royal Crown, too. Mm. Smash goes to London. Yes, <laughs> that's true. We didn't even talk about that. We'll yeah, have Peter to talk the Parasite. We didn't talk Peter about. the Parasite. Okay. We will talk more about him maybe next week. Karen and Ivy may flirt with rebuilding some sort of friendship. Between or, the two of them. Yeah, after that elevator scene we didn't really talk about. Right, yeah. right. Everything's Awkward awesome. Elevator. How's it with you? Awesome. Everything's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> it's I'm a so dream. happy. My, sh- I like my dream is incredible. I was shot because they were in one, one space and they got an elevator. It continued. The scene continued and then the elevator opened. It was another scene. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Background. Good one. Um, Kristen, where can we find you? You can find me and, on Twitter at KristenCarroll13. Kendra, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at Kendra Cavasel on Twitter. Well, that's convenient, isn't it? Sarah, where can we find you? You can find me at Sarah with an H, Mendoza. John Comerford, I hear you're in a movie. I am. Adventures of Serial Buddies in select theaters around the country. Go to AdventuresSerialBuddies.com and they'll tell you where and when you can see it. Awesome. Steven, would you like us to, to tell, would you like to tell us where we can find you? Well, you can find me in the booth here most days. Yes. <laughs> No Twitter? Okay. No, fine. not today. All right, not today. <laughs> okay. You can find me at Tamara Berg on Twitter. Also, you can find me at Home and Family in just a couple hours. I'm going to be on tomorrow at yeah. 7 a.m. Uh, also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. Thank you all for being here with us tonight, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being on the <laughs> panel, and we will see you next week for Smash. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.